Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. This is a great episode. Season four, episode 17, Last Exit to Springfield. Throw it over to Nick. <sighs> Yar, I don't know what I'm doing. Lollipop, lollipop, oh, lolly, lollipop, lollipop. Oh. Whenever you kind of like dip into the pool of, uh, <laughs> of you know, that the, the pirate voice is so iconic. I, I feel like my favorite is when he gets tied up by teenage pirates. Um, that's probably my best one-liner of his. From Cat McAllister? Um, I think my still my all-time favorite moment of his is Handsome Pete and Dancing for Nichols. I don't know if anything can ever top that. Uh, that was good, too. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, his, his uh, I don't know what I'm doing part there. I, I always love that one, too. And I, I kind of I went with that one today because I had to think of one on the fly. Uh, just one quickly, and, and that kind of popped into my head. It was like, oh, we're kind of doing this one real quick. Uh, it's the first episode <laughs> that we've recorded since my little girl was born. Uh, and so, like, and that that kind of speaks to itself in general. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm a dad now, but you just kind of you just you just figure it out as the days go along. Uh, yeah, there's lots of books you can read, but ultimately, uh, it's something you just have to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's it kind of comes down to instinct type of thing, and well, that and and my wife is very very knowledgeable and smart, and anything that I freak out about, she already knows the answer to of what's going on with the baby. So, uh, we so that your wife is a nurse, yes, yes, exactly. That kind of helps uh, just a little bit. But you were right. This one uh, we're getting into last exit from or last exit to Springfield, one that I think you have to be maybe a little bit older to appreciate because when I watched this when I was younger there were some things that definitely stick out right like this one has dental plan least needs braces <laughs> like right there right off the bat uh, is is absolutely amazing but like things that you might not understand when you're younger like the negotiations between Homer and Mr. Burns the this has yeah. the monkeys and the typewriters uh, there are so many things here that and especially you know if you're a you know you're a working person who's even if you're in a union you're not the you, you can, majority of people can probably empathize with Homer a little bit in this situation, right? It's probably fair to say. Yeah, especially this day and age where um, we've had more unions in North America form uh, in the last three years than we have almost at any other time prior. Um, there's been a whole, there's been a movement for millennials especially, and Gen Z as well, um, to push these corporations like Starbucks, uh, you know, uh, the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the big ones that basically they've been, uh, making record profits, you know, not, not just these, you know, coffee and like kind of like food and clothing industries, but like across the board, a lot of the big corporations have been making record profits, uh, especially grocery stores. Um, and we're all in the know now about how much these companies actually make and everyone's trying to get their fair share. And um, with the writer's strike happening right now, I feel like this is really, uh, um, you know, really reflective on that too. But yeah, everyone I feel like is feeling the pinch right now and uh, have at least, even if you're not in a union, you're probably fighting for more money. Yeah, that's true. As as we record this right now, the writer's strike even has been going on for weeks and that's just a small aspect of, like you said, um, people all over North America trying to uh, get a the, the slice of the pie that they deserve. And it's, you're right. It's not like companies are, it's just like a one year thing. Like, Oh, you know, we were, we were in the red for a decade, but now we're in the black. Yeah, it's a hand year over year 
record profit after record profit. And well, this isn't, we aren't political economic, uh, economists, clearly, I can't even say the word, so obviously we aren't, but, so, and, and we don't want to bore you with that stuff. Uh, you, if you're listening, you probably are doing what we're doing, and that is watching or listening to Simpsons to uh, have a break from the day and do something it's true. fun. Yeah. yeah, so this one here... Um, great episode. So many things if are great. We talked about this when we were doing um, Marge versus the Monorail a few episodes ago in our Mount Rushmore of Simpsons, and there are a lot of... Uh, there are many people as well as you know companies or uh, media outlets out there that would say this is the best. BBC, they've kind of had various lists of times but the BBC has said this is number one Al Jean has mm-hmm. said it right up there this is a candidate for his like Mount Rushmore Entertainment Weekly when they did their first kind of big Simpsons recap back in 2003 they said this was number one Planet Simpsons the book said this was number one the Today Show has ranked this number one Screen Rant has said this is number two all time in the best of season four only Homer's enemy was better on the overall scope of things so this one gets a lot of love i don't know if it makes my mount rushmore it's right on that so if you, like you can if you go top four it's, str- it's, it's close it's very 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 close for me is it on yours uh hmm. if it's not it's you know it's right behind you know if, if if we're doing top five it might be six you know um i don't hmm it is one of the best episodes ever made, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because we're now older, you know, we have rent and mortgages and, you know, we're providing for, you know, other people, stuff like those things. We could probably connect with this episode even better, like you were saying, than when we were younger. Um, so I feel like maybe when we watch it, together at this point because it's been a little it's been a minute since i've watched it uh that we it might be that mount rushmore after we're done here why do you think it is that we're kind of hesitant off the bat to give it a 10 because like when it was mars versus the monorail it was like oh 10 for me homer at the bat 10 why is it that you think we're both of us because i'm gonna go i'll tell you right now my rating's gonna be a 9.8 very very close why are we gonna be cheeky and do a 9.9 you're gonna do (laughs) 9.9 why are we is it because it's like a um politically not politically but like i guess like union employee versus employer kind of politically driven episode in that sense like why why are we why are we just off is it this you know i don't have a good answer for that because this episode has pretty much everything that you would want from an episode it has a very good storyline uh the b story is great as well everything meshes together really well it has the gags um and it just so happens to be mature it's it's not it's not super goofy but it's still funny um and it has a really good conclusion at the end too so i don't know am i just being like pretentious and don't want to give it a 10 off the bat and give it a 10 after i'm done watching it maybe i guess that's kind of what i'm thinking i'm going to go in with a 9.9 uh, and hopefully bump that up to a perfect 10. Yeah, there's something, maybe it's that I don't want to give too many 10s or something. You're right. There's something there that's kind of holding me back from automatically saying 10. I don't know what it is because everything that you just listed about the qualities of the episode are, are pretty well bang on. I don't know. Maybe we're crazy. Maybe we're just overthinking things. So let's get into Last Exit of Springfield, see if we are uh, completely wrong on our nostalgia. Let's see if it gets a perfect 10. Here we go. All right, say the line, Shane. 
Uh, yeah. So we were discussing. No, Nick, don't don't uh, say. Nick... Don't explain. Don't explain. Don't explain. Just say. Oh, don't want to explain. Oh, okay. Can I say where it's from? Nope. Just say it. No. Oh, okay. Uh, a lot of people can't read the sign bathroom, but that doesn't know. That doesn't mean they don't know how to use it. That goes out to our boy. Shout out. He listens every week. Nick Cannon and has dozens and dozens of kids that he doesn't care for. Shout. That was a quote from Drumline for anyone keeping up. My wife was watching some show, some reality show, uh, where they sell houses, and like one of the girls was dating Nick Cannon, and all the other girls were billing him. Like, you know, he's got like fifty kids, and she's like, "Ah, yeah." No. <laughs> that's a that's a decent couch gag too, with the uh, octopus-looking couch thing sucking up the family. Yeah, that was kind of. Um, yeah, Nick Cannon. Uh, he's going to be on the show uh, at some point. We might have a Canadian TV legend joining us soon. Stand by for that, though. That might be fun. Uh, sorry, uh, chalkboard gag was mud is not one of the four food groups. Meh. Yeah. Swank, yeah. Ten times more addictive than marijuana. See, now that's fentanyl nowadays. To human misery. Yeah, actually, yeah. If you see anyone in the middle of summer walking around with a jacket, it's probably because they're on that. <laughs> uh, you can't go wrong with McBain. No, this is that that really is something that seems like right out of a Schwarzenegger movie from like the late 80s, early 90s. Which I also love. I love those really dumb action movies. Yeah, they're good to shut your brain off for a bit. <laughs> the poor Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to eat more cake. It must be great cake. Oh, so glad you could make it. I love how somehow Mendoza just doesn't get hit. He's just standing there. <laughs> that is one evil dude. It's just a movie, son. There's nobody that evil in real. And see, that came to life too. That's Elon Musk. This is what he's probably doing outside Amazon. And there's red-haired Lenny. Oh, there is red-haired Lenny. Not Amazon, Tesla. Other, the other guy I'm thinking of. Ah, they're all same thing. I don't know, sir. He hasn't been seen since he promised to clean up the union. <laughs> what the hell? Nice little Jimmy Hoffa reference there. Contract ourselves, eh? Benefits, perks, a green cookie on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it didn't used to be this way, Smithers. No, it didn't used to be this way at all. Ah, yes, old-timey flashback burns. Sometime in, like, 1870, who knows? Oh, never mind, it says 1909. I'm an idiot. Oh, it's okay. Oh, good. Come on, crack those atoms. You, <laughs> Atoms. Six of them. Take it away. <laughs> you can't treat the working man this way. One day we'll form a union and get the fair and equitable treatment we deserve. Then we'll go too far and get corrupt and shiftless. And the Japanese will eat us alive. <laughs> the Japanese? Those sandal wearing goldfish tenders? <laughs> Bosh, Blimshaw. Yeah, that kind of came true, didn't it? If only we had listened to that boy instead of walling him up in the abandoned. <laughs> God. I am going to avenge my grandfather. We'll take on that greedy union and we'll get back our. Dental plan. Yeah. Plan. <laughs> Formerly painful. Yeah, dentistry. painless. That's good. That's not bad. I never noticed that. How often do you brush out? Oh, this is so good. Why must you turn my Always got a slag British teeth. Nothing wrong with that. This one came out too back on March 11th of uh, 93, and 
um, not a smile, but a unibrow. What famous <laughs> unibrowed basketball player was born on this day? Oh, um... Prince Charles. <laughs> or I guess King Charles. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> Uh, the name escapes. I can picture because he's got like. That's his thing, the brow. Yeah, yeah. he keeps it. Yeah, oh yeah. Even, I don't know why the name escapes don't, me. Makes him look like Clearly, I don't watch enough basketball. No, Anthony Davis. Hey, yes, now that all comes together in my little brain. Do you have to get braces? Uh, yep. I had a an over and underbite kind of at the same time. They had to like move back. My jaw. They actually gave me a jawline. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you sure, doctor? Well, judge for yourself. Did you look like Lisa at uh, age 11 here? Uh, almost, yeah. Age 11, that would have been me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right through. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? You know what that happens to? That actually happens to chipmunks. What? Their teeth go through their brain? Yeah. Are you being serious? Does that actually happen? Oh my god, Dr. Hillbilly. From the <laughs> tonight, a Texas death match. Dr. Hillbilly versus the Iron Yes. Lady. One man will actually be unmasked and killed in the ring. <laughs> I say that so often where one the loser will be unmasked and killed in the ring. Then those are stupid characters you'd see in like the WWE or something. Right. Then I got this car sneaking under the door of a pay toilet. Brilliant. Jazz dancers, pastry chefs, and nuclear technicians. Oh, I never noticed that. <laughs> what a interesting combination. Lenny's <laughs> shirt and suspenders are off here. Why are his suspenders like beige? Yeah, I love how they're playing off that the last union leader got murdered. Here we go. I sent you the remix of this to uh, that song. The... Oh, I guess I'll be our ending. Yeah, oh yeah, it is. Nice. How did they come up with this? How? I've been quoting this for over a decade. It's one of those things that starts off funny and then doesn't get funny and then becomes funny again. And that and the pencil and the bum are brilliant. Someone did that to me once. I got a plumber's butt. Did you? Really? Oh, dude, yeah. Like, when I was working, like, as a laborer for my dad's company that did plumbing as well, that happened all the time. I got a Hank Hill ass. <laughs> you need to be wearing butt boobies, huh? That's true. Lenny, without the dental plan, you wouldn't have that diamond in your tooth. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> I love that. Just a random 18. Uh, opens a beer with it. Oh, sorry, no. Like a can of pop. Hip pop. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Just a random 1890s like prospector. <laughs> I got a camera in the duff. Who is that firebrand Smithies? That's Homer Simpson, sir. Simpson, eh? New man? Actually, sir, he thwarted your campaign for governor. You ran over his son. <laughs> he saved the plant from meltdown. His wife painted you in the nude. Mm. Doesn't ring a bell. Love that running gig. Homer! 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 I move that Homer Simpson be our new union president. All in favor! Aye! All 
I believe in I believe in Canada you can start a union without being fired, but it's all like you know they'll find a way to get rid yeah, of you kind of deal. Yeah, you know? it's all grease. It's all grease. Yeah, yeah, you got to be crooked. Everyone always goes crooked. Power. Yeah. See, like that's a joke you wouldn't get when you were a kid, right? That's a it's it's a good joke. Like this, I didn't understand. I didn't know what was oh going on. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Why do the donuts look like bagels? They do. Good ass. Yeah. yeah. He's dressed like the crooked guy from Godfather 2. <laughs> Don Vittorio, is that it? No. And blesses her. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on who's a better negotiator, Mr. Burns or me. Dad, I'll trade you this delicious doorstop for the <laughs> Done and done. <laughs> Lisa and Marge, these phrases are invisible, painless, and periodically released. I had those Invisalign ones on the top of my uh, top of my mouth there. They aren't invisible. They, uh, they had Invisalign. I don't think. Hmm. They must have just been coming out when I got. I had like the. You had this, the like Lisa said. Yeah, that one. Actually, no. I think a couple of kids in my school had something like this. The whole headgear thing. Oh wow. Poor guys. I'd love to know how Homer got the sugar daddy on his back. Lenny, can you get this sugar daddy off my back? Okay, but it's the last. It happens all the time. Probably. I love his face when he's sucking on. <laughs> we don't have to be adversaries. Homer. Great animation. We both want a fair union contract. Why is Mr. Burns being so nice to me? And if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Wait a minute. Is he coming on to me? I mean, if I should slip something into your pocket, what's the harm? Oh my God, <laughs> he is coming on to me. After all. Okay, I didn't get this as a kid, right? Sorry, Mr. Burns, but I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Sure, I'm flattered, maybe even a little curious, but the answer is no. Lisa, so you won't be scared. I'll show you some of the tools I'll be using. This is the See, and I thought these things were real, so for a small yeah. amount of time, like I was kind of scared of going to the dentist. For my dad, is like, no, it's, it's it's just a joke. Don't be an idiot. Why would they even didn't use they, that thing? Didn't they use that tool to make Bart sweat off all the adhesive stuff on his face? It looked kind of close to it, yeah. Pretty close. They actually offered the, the dentist role to Anthony Hopkins and Clint Eastwood, and they both turned it down. And then Anthony Perkins, the original Norman Bates, he's like, yeah, I'll do it. But then he, you know, kind of died. So Hank is area. Right, that old chestnut. Did uh, did you ever go under at the dentist? Did they ever put you under to remove like, I don't know, your wisdom teeth or something? No, I still have my wisdom teeth because they pulled some other teeth to make room. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I still I didn't. I had all four of mine yanked. I did. Two years ago. I don't think I went under. No, I went. I had like laughing. I don't remember anything. Apparently, I wouldn't shut up though. Elpos. <laughs> Fantastic lighting. Light and shade. Do you know what the uh, reference this is? It's um, uh, what the hell is the movie? 
I can't think of the name. It's uh, it's Joker and the Batman. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When um, uh, 1989. Yeah, when uh, Jack has it, right? Yeah. Or at least, yeah, I had a friend who had the headgear like that too. I always felt really bad for him. Yes, hard goons. Hired goons. Hired goons. In Canada, I think it's implemented now that children and elderly get free dental or included in their OHIP or whatever. Oh, I thought you were going to say in Canada we have hired goons. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love how the bird looks exactly like Mr. Burns. Yeah, it's pretty cool and creepy. Oh, yes, but the telephone is so impersonal. I prefer the hands-on touch you only get with hired goons. Hired goons? This is the largest TV in the free world. Yes, Bumblebee Man! <laughs> oh my god, the monkeys. Oh, so many good yeah. things. A thousand monkeys working at a thousand typewriters. Soon, they'll have written the greatest novel known to man. The shirt of this. Best of times. Best of times. Best of times. Stupid monkey. Now we have uh, chat GPT to do all this. Yeah, see? What are, how we've advanced. We no longer need a room full of chain smoking monkeys but where's the personal touch right like what do you want to do just type something into your phone or literally walk into a room of chain smoking monkeys at a typewriter it's definitely option two yeah nice misdirection that burns as a crappy old basement with a ping pong table which way to the bathroom oh 23rd door on the left Nope. 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 Burns' mansion looks like uh, Diaz's mansion, the bad guy from Vice City. I was going to say, like, The Shining, but all right. Oh, that too. That's a good one, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a nice little hair gag there. Well, you've won this round, Simpson, but I'll grind you into the earth like a bug. <laughs> Let's snap. Simpson, be a deer and rub my legs till the feeling comes back. A bug, I tell you, a bug. They kind of double dipped I mean. a little with bit, that one, yeah. but that's fine. That's still alright. It's still funny. Down with the plan. Yeah, you're right. Guys are always patting my bald head for luck, pinching my belly to hear my girlish laugh. That doesn't sound like they like you at all. You know, I think you're right. First thing tomorrow morning, I'm going to punch Lenny in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. I have that on a t-shirt, too. The front is Lenny drinking the coffee, and the back is Homer punch him in the head. Look at that. This, how is this episode uh, not a 10 off the bat for me, considering I have not one but two t-shirts based off of it? That's true. Why don't you share it with the world? There's so many memorable moments in this episode. <laughs> Such a classic. Fellow workers, I've been meeting with Mr. Burns day and night, and I've had enough. Strike! 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 All in favor of a strike? Aye! All opposed? Nay. <laughs> Who keeps saying that? It was him. Let's get him. <laughs> Such a distinctive voice. Yeah, it's, it's just Droopy the dog, the cartoon. I don't know why yeah. it's Droopy, but it, it works. Iconic song time. Come gather round children. Oh yeah, great. Time he learns that a hero 
named Homer and a devil named I feel like a lot of parents probably turn this on when they're going to have dinner with their kids and they probably weren't expecting to have an episode they could relate to. Yeah, like a really interesting type of thing that they may have actually gone through. You know, we're in like basically a recession right now, but the early 90s also was not a good eco like economic time at all. Why is Wigan? Oh my god. I forgot this was in this. But we have our ways. One trick is to tell them stories that don't I love doing that, telling stories that don't go anywhere. I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville. I needed a new heel for my shoe. I'm going to tell this to my grandchildren. I wonder how much of this was improv by, like, by Dan or somebody else, or like was this fully scripted? Uh, if it was fully scripted, what a great writer. Especially that line, the five Bs for a quarter. Maybe Schwarzwelder seems like his thing. <laughs> because of the war. What war? <laughs> Only yellow onions. Another feeble Burns moment. They kind of slightly double dip, I guess, in that one, too, when Burns goes to, like, bunt in the baseball and he gets knocked back. True, yeah. A little bit. Whoever wrote this song, though. Also genius. Great voice acting as well. Mm -hmm. Now do classical gas. See, I didn't understand that either. I didn't know what Lenny was saying, but that is an actual song. <laughs> Look at him strutting around like he's cock of the walk. Well, let me tell you, Homer Simpson is cock of nothing. You and I can run this plant oh, this upcoming sequence. Yeah, this is great. So nice. I love the music, too. They use, they repeatedly use this. Often upper management thinks they can do it all themselves, or they don't need as many people, but... Yeah, this is pretty much it. Often it blows up in their face. Yeah. Yeah, this is probably what goes through. You're, you're right. And then they would have this, and then they would get eaten by said robot workers. <laughs> Tonight on Smartline, the power plant strike. Argle Bargle or Fufara? <laughs> our plant owner CM Burns, Union Kingpin Homer Simpson, and talk show mainstay Dr. Joyce Brothers. I brought my own mic. Yes. I don't get that one. What's the point? Organized labor has yeah. been called a lumbering dinosaur. Uh, my director is telling me not to talk to you. I didn't. I never liked that part, like the scream in the movie. It always seemed out of place. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it's in the same room. Yeah. I, I believe it is reused voice in uh, voiceover. No one will be spared. No one. A chilling vision of things to come. Oh, the door sequence. Yes, this is great. And sticks his whole face his in whole there. face. Very early James Bond-esque. Is that what this is based off? Early Bond? You know, it has to be something like that, right? Yeah, and then just the hobo door. <laughs> the hobo screen door. <laughs> Goodbye, Springfield. 
from hell's heart. Also, how did the dog get in there? Yeah, we haven't even had the dog episode yet. No. This is very, very, very illegal. Oh, just cutting off power to the entire town? Uh, yeah. Good old black. Remember the old blackout of 2003? Uh, yeah. Probably a lot of kids born that night. Yeah, probably. Or rather made. Yeah. I wonder if in, like, May 2024, or 2004, if, like, birth rates spiked for a bit. <laughs> I think... You know what? I'm almost certain they did. A lot of people land. I, I think I read an article. Beautiful Grinch reference here. Oh yes, yeah, great. The animation on Burns when he's doing the and Smithers <laughs> is the dog. Oh, it's great. I'm a huge fan of the Grinch yeah. too. This is great. Even the new one. The one with uh, Benedict Cumberdink or whatever his name is. Yeah, the Illumination one. Yeah, that one's all right. That one's all right. You can have the dental plan on one condition. You must resign as head of the union. Woohoo! <laughs> so many iconic scenes in this. to think that Homer Simpson was not the brilliant tactician I thought he was. That goes on just long enough. Yeah, that was a good time in there. We're going back to work. I'm surprised they didn't do more gags with the signs. Yeah, the fake pharma company. Great sound effect there, too, the, the, the splooshing of it out. Oh, and uh, Simpsons Red Light District. Um, it was Nudes at 11, Adam and Adam, and the Horny Toad. <laughs> I left the gas on. <laughs> and that concludes... Um, that last by. exit to Springfield. Yeah, it really did. It's a very fast-paced episode. There's a lot going on there. They crammed that whole story, and you get just enough. Remember what was the episode a couple, <clears throat> uh, not too long ago? We were talking about we could use a little bit more of the overall um, storyline. We're like, ah, oh, you know what? They could have put a little bit more in there, done a little bit something more, um, but. The, was it Brother from the Same it Planet? Was, or I no, it was Brother from the Same Planet. That's right. It was uh, more stuff with um, uh, Homer and Peppy because we don't really get a whole heck of a lot with them. This puts, yeah. this gets it right. The perfect amount of Burns yes. and Homer's kind of back and forth war going on to cram into one episode. And to make Homer the union president and like explain how he becomes it, all works well. The B story fit in well um, and kind of tied in nicely uh to the to the to the overall episode there's still something missing i don't know if it's i don't know if it's literally because it's you know stuff with employer versus employee and unions and stuff where i can't give it a perfect 10 it's 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 9.9 .9 for me 9.9 .9. it's that close but i i don't know what it is because like there are so many great um gags memorable gags like the the book of british smiles and Lenny getting punched in the back of the head and all the stuff that goes on, but there's, I can't put my finger quite on it what it is, but it still gets a nine point nine for me. What about yourself? I'm gonna stay at nine point nine, and I think my reasoning is, oh, gosh, I feel almost guilty not giving it a ten because yeah. it's such a great episode. Yeah. But I will say that although the gags are great, there is not 
Uh, there is not a gag that sends it to 10, I guess. I was All the gags are good, but they're not like Homer, you know, falling down the gorge or, you know, something. Yeah, or, or like that the Mole Man's only 31 years old. Or sure. uh, you didn't do anything, didn't I? Uh, like it, it, there are things that are really close. Like dental plan and Lisa needs braces comes really close. Grandpa's story yeah. comes really close. Um, the Lenny getting punched. Great in the song head. too. Good song. Yeah. yeah, but you're right. It's just everything is just the, uh, like a, a, a slight hair off from being a perfect ten, right? Yeah, I feel bad about it. But yeah, I do feel. I feel it's a weird feeling. Great episode. Yeah, I've, I enjoyed it thoroughly we had fun we laughed absolutely, a lot absolutely yeah I, yeah and you know as, as i'm older i do appreciate the the dialogue and the actual plot mm-hmm. um the, the, the conflict because everyone you know the majority of us are not part of the one percent so this is stuff that we think about you know quite often right yeah and i i do definitely appreciate that as i get older but I just, I, I can't give it a 10. Something's holding me back from giving it a 10. So I'll go with a 9.9. And with my favorite gag, I'm going with Grandpa's story. Uh, the Onion to the Belt and, good. and Morganville and the five Bs for a quarter. I don't know how they came up with that. Um, that's probably a Schwarzwelder old-timey nonsense thing. Um, I don't know how much of it was scripted, but it is fantastic because it is, I love me some old senile old people rambling, especially when it comes from grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that one gets it for me. What about yourself? The grandpa one's great. Um, so is the big book of British smiles. I'm actually going to look on Etsy to see if this exists, if anyone's made it, um, put real people in it <laughs> or, or even these people or yeah, or real people. I don't care. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, the blurrence of times. Uh, the chain smoking monkeys in the room. Um, <laughs> now, mind you, those three gags, like I've mentioned, I have mentioned those all the time. Maybe not so much the grandpa one, but I have talked about onions before because of that <laughs> gag. But the big book of Brit, and I also ex- exclusively buy yellow onions because they're cheaper. Um, <laughs> so it always comes to mind when I buy onions. But uh, yeah, the big book of British Smiles, been referencing that for years. And uh, same with the Blurrence of Times. And the people that I, I went to school with as well, they were all Simpsons buffs, which was great. So like this particular episode, we would all quote all the time. Um, I think when we were in second year, they all like lived, there's a big portion of them that lived together in the house and they were watching all the Simpsons episodes from start to finish. Mm-hmm. I think they got to like season 15 by the time they graduated. But man, we were just spouting off quotes all the time. And when we were writing scripts for stuff like that, it was always the blurts of times, like great memories. Yeah. There are a lot of, a lot of quotables uh, in here. I do tell the grandpa story quite often. I tell, I like to tell it more to people who don't know the show because they just think I'm senile and they, what are you talking about? And to kind of see their, I used to tell it to teachers all the time uh, and just kind of ramble and then maybe keep going on and see how long I can go before they either stop me or um, like, what are you, what are you talking about? Uh, I love, the, I think for some reason, you know, I think my favorite part about that is, is because when, when grandpa says we only had those big yellow ones because of the war, but as Mr. Burns says, he's, he's talking about, let's get those, you know, the skull breakers like they had in the thirties. So what war is grandpa talking about? There's no war going on unless you count the very, well, then again, the U S wasn't even involved in world war two by that point. So hmm. what is he talking about? That makes it even better <laughs> for me because in a historical context, it, even, it makes even less sense. It, if he said the depression, 
that makes sense. But because he said the war, it makes even less sense and makes it even more senile, which I love. So it's a 9.9 for me and 9.9 for Shane. Uh, a lot of good, a lot of good stuff. Just not quite a perfect 10, but you know what is a perfect 10 when Shane gives plug time. Yeah, everybody, please follow us on Twitter, Simpsons underscore EBE. Uh, that is where, you know, you should get involved with the show, be mentioned on the show, follow the show, all the updates that come up and all that jazz. And, um, yeah, uh, Nick, uh, you know, reached out to, to Al Jean on there. Uh, you can see that conversation. That's pretty spicy. Pretty excited about that. And uh, we got a response as well, which is great. Um, so, yeah, follow us for all that kind of stuff. And then also please follow us and rate us, whatever platform you're listening to us on. That helps out. And, uh, yeah, if you want to donate a few dollars to the, the show, uh, there's a link on our description called Buy Me a Coffee. And, uh, you know, Nick, I hope your child has perfect teeth, but if they don't, you're going to need some money for uh, for some braces. Mm, that's a good point. That is a very good point. I can save up for that. But on the flip side, we can also pool that money together over a long period of time to buy a bunch of monkeys and tie them to a bunch of typewriters and see what happens. Um, we can start our own show after that point, right? I'm assuming there will be a lot of poo being flung. It will smell horrible. That's true. Somebody will get bit and there will be some sort of new disease that will come from that or something. But that's just life. Things just happen like that. That's true. Yeah, we, we did, uh, like you said, too, we also had a nice little chat with Al Jean. Uh, Josh Weinstein as well. We're going to try to get both of them on. And, uh, you know, once hopefully the the, <clears throat> the writer's uh, strike comes to an end with the writers getting their, their fair share and getting what they deserve. Uh, and like I said, we also might have a, a Canadian TV icon in the in the near future. So uh, stay, uh, keep your ears open for that one because uh, we might have some more information on that coming up. Um, next up is a clip show, the uh, So What's Come to This, the Simpsons clip show, which is kind of neat for a clip show because it actually has a story around it that works um, very well. So that one will be interesting. And uh, Just one episode this week. Just right? one episode we're going to do this week. It's We're still on a little bit of... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm on new dad schedule and stuff like that. Don't have a, a ton of time. So, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we'll get back to doing two, but still one for this week. Uh, next week, we'll, we'll be back with the clip show episode. And, uh, of course, to play us out um, right here. Also, actually, you know what? Last, last, second last thing. We're closing in on uh, the, the time of this recording, 10,000 downloads. Thank you very much for everyone who has uh, listened along so far. Shane and I. Amazing. Yeah. We love doing this. We've been doing it for about 10 months now. Um coming up on a year that we've been doing this. So thank you for everyone who's clicked that play button and uh, given us a listen from our, our good buddies in Belgium to our friends in Ashburn, North Carolina, to Houston, Singapore, to Singapore, shout out to Singapore and, uh, and the delicious crab meat that they serve in Singapore. Uh, thank you everyone uh, who's listened. And Shane is going to play us out with a good 10, actually, no, not even 10, 15 second loop of dental plan, Lisa needs braces to get that stuck in your, uh, in your head for the rest of the day. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you for the next one. So long, dental plan. Thanks a lot, Carl. Now I've lost my train of thought.